Hello, everyone. You are listening to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The One Flesh Podcast is designed to help young men find a good woman and get married. It's designed to help them build good marriages worth having, good marriages that last. That's what we're here to do. Our episodes drop every single Wednesday. We are connected to the Purpose Podcast, where we talk about finding and fulfilling your purpose. Both the One Flesh and the Purpose Podcast are designed to be guest-centered podcasts. I plan to have guests on, ask them, what is your purpose? How did you find that purpose? I plan to ask them about their marriages, about their wives, how they conduct their marriages. Uh, Through those conversations, I aim to help young men get better in all areas of their life, but specifically on the One Flesh podcast, we're here to focus on marriage. Um, Today, I've got a little bit of a a good topic that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, If you saw the Instagram post and you headed on over here to to see what kind of lunacy I've been spreading, uh, the, the title of this episode is uh, cold showers will save your marriage it's a it's a an interesting topic and i knew that uh it would be met with some outrage when i posted it because uh cold showers are kind of a meme it's it's kind of the meme thing to to do when you know everybody's like oh i'm gonna take cold showers and be a billionaire um it's it's a i guess a meme is not good but maybe a fad uh fad's probably the right way to put it is cold showers um so Let me start with this. Uh, I do believe that cold showers have a lot of value in your marriage, and I'll explain that later. Uh, But let's talk about my beliefs on cold showers right up at at the front. Uh, I'm not here to tell you that uh, the brown fat is going to cause you to lose 20 pounds in the next six months uh, by activating the brown fat through cold showers. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that it's going to give you, uh, well, I do think it gives you mental benefits, but um, I'm not here to sell, I'm not Andrew Huberman, I'm not here to sell cold temperature therapy. Uh, I think it helps. Uh, what is my experience with cold showers? Uh, I've had to do them for, uh, 75 hard phase three, specifically, uh, phase one and phase three, you have to do a cold shower every single day. Uh, I'm currently in phase one. So I do a cold shower every single day, uh, in the Texas or in the Texas, uh, in the summer in Texas, cold showers are like 60 degrees. Uh, it's still pretty damn cold, but I spent all winter doing cold showers. So, uh, it's really not much uh, for me in the summer uh, just to hop in a 60 degree shower. It's it's relatively uncomfortable, but it is nothing like hopping in very first thing in the morning uh, to 18 degrees. It, yeah, that's it's it's really different when the water is like 32 degrees versus 60 degrees uh, coming out of the tap. So uh, that's my experience with cold shower. Uh, you know, I'll get to that, what it has to do with marriage here in a second, but um, they do help me a lot. It, it kind of energizes me in the beginning of the day. Uh, if I, do, if I miss my cold shower, I definitely see a difference, uh, going throughout the day. I'm a little bit lower energy. Uh, that has, that could do with a lot of things. It could have to do with just not getting, uh, my W early in the morning. Like if I miss my cold shower in the morning, uh, I feel kind of like a failure cause I didn't do the things that I said I was going to do. And we've talked a lot about that, uh, on the regular series of the purpose podcast, how simply just doing the things that you say you're going to do, uh, help you, you know, with your mood and your energy throughout the day. So that could be a little bit of it, but, um, I believe in them. I believe that cold showers are good. I believe that they're helpful. Uh, and then, you know, it occurred to me the other day that, uh, how it could help my marriage more and how it has helped my marriage. Um, let's talk about that. So what happens when you jump into a cold shower? Number one, uh, you have to just like get in like, and that's probably the hardest part. The first cold shower, the hardest part didn't have anything to do with the temperature. The hardest part was making myself get in. You know, you put your foot in the water, 
uh, to, to step into the shower and you're just like, nope, nope, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Um, it sucks. It really does suck. I think the first week uh, of cold showers when I was doing it last year, now the, the 75 hard requirement isn't that you do it like first first thing in the morning. The 75 hard requirement is just that you do it. Uh, so I would get up in the morning and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a cold shower today. And then like first thing in the morning, I would go to jump in and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. And so I would have to come back in the evening uh, and do cold showers in the evening. And uh, there's a little bit of science behind this, but cold showers are a little bit worse of an idea in the evening because it'll keep you up at night. Uh, that is true. Um, if you take like a really cold shower uh, and then just go get in bed, it, it will keep you up a little bit. I, I've had that experience when I missed my cold shower in the morning. Uh, and then I had to go get in bed after taking it in the evening. It was it was not very fun. But um, yeah, so the hardest part about taking a cold shower is just jumping in, like getting in. Uh, what I what I like to do is so in 75 hard, you have to have a five five minute timer. So you have to be in there for five minutes. Well, for me, the rule is that if I'm not in the shower, uh, then the timer doesn't start, which is a pretty obvious rule. So uh I'll get my foot like halfway over the edge and then I'll start the timer and I'm like, damn it, I got to get in. So I have to jump in, um, not jump in literally, please don't fall in the shower, but, uh, I just, I'd have to get in. So that's what I do. Um, and then I, uh, yeah, you just kind of have to sit there and suffer. I don't try, I try not to cross my arms cause I think that makes you warmer for some reason. I think it blocks some skin, uh, that your, that your cold shower would get to, but uh, you just sit there and you suffer and you do actually have to go to like a different mental place. Uh, if you've ever done any ice baths, like in sports or something like that, uh, you know what I'm talking about when it's just so cold and so overwhelming that the only thing to do is just get away. Like mentally, you just have to get away. That's kind of how it goes. Uh, for me, I like to play some of my workout music when I'm in the cold shower. Cause it just kind of, um, it keeps me kind of out of my head or, uh, it makes me feel like a bad, like a, like a badass. I guess the same the same feeling that you get when you're uh, blaring some workout music during your workout. Uh, I get that same feeling, and it makes it a little bit easier. So I'll play some of my workout music while I'm in the cold shower. Uh, like I said, I, I, it feels really good. It's like a huge surge of dopamine. I guess um, I don't know. Like I said, there's science behind it. I don't know if you believe all the science. Uh, you probably think that I'm silly just for even thinking that they're beneficial. Uh, a lot of people don't get it. A lot of people just don't get it. And I think that those people have never just jumped in. Like, I, I think those people have never just gone and taken a cold shower uh, for the hell of it. I think that they may have had a cold shower once or twice. Maybe they were just super hot and sunburned or something like that. Or uh, maybe they ran out of hot water. So they had to take like a mildly cold shower all the way over on hot. Uh, it was just, you know, cold water because they were out of hot water or something like that. Uh, that's not the same. That's not the same. Very first thing in the morning especially in the winter, go jump in a cold shower, uh, and do it a couple times, like do it for a week straight and tell me that you don't see the benefits. Cause I did. Uh, and I know a lot of people that do, but let's get to the point of the matter. The reason that you're here, because I told you that it'll save your marriage. Um, and I believe that to some extent, obviously it's a little bit of a sarcasm or hyperbole. Uh, but I, you know, cold shower will save your marriage. I had a let me, let me put it this way. I had missed my cold shower uh, in the morning. I think this was last week sometime, maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. I don't remember. Uh, I had missed my cold shower in the morning. And so, and actually today I didn't do my cold shower today. So I've got to go do it later after this and it's going to suck. Um, but I missed my cold shower in the morning. And so I had to go take one that evening and I was up against like a, a you know, up against a wall 
as far as time goes to be able to get in bed by like 8.30 or 9 because I try to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. So um, I was up against a wall, had a bunch of stuff to do. And for some reason, Dion and I got into an argument. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, like, honestly, I couldn't tell you what the argument was. Um, it, it was that kind of insignificant, I guess. Uh, I don't remember what it was at all, really. Uh, but I know that we were both pretty upset about it. Uh, like, really upset about it. Like, it was one of the most... It was a, As far as tensions and emotions, it was probably the highest they've been in, like, two months or something like that. I don't remember why everybody was upset. Like, I honestly don't. I wish I could. Um, but we were just upset with each other. And I have a personality where I feed... I try not to, but I feed off of some of the emotions in the room. Uh, it benefits me a lot uh, in like business meetings and stuff like that because I can recognize what that. There's two parts to that. You have to recognize the emotions in the room, and then you have to, uh, in order to feed off of them, you have to recognize them, and then you can either play that back or you can not. Uh, at work, I'm really good at not playing that back. For example, I can tell when tensions are getting high in a business meeting. Some people are just oblivious, like. I don't know how many business meetings y'all y'all sat in, but uh, some people have no clue that tensions are getting kind of high until they're um, until it's like too much, uh, until it's like really obvious, uh, and it's kind of weird to me. But uh, I can sense the emotions in a room, and it's it's not like I have a superpower. A lot of people can do this. I mean, it's nonverbal communication. A lot of times, uh, it's just reading people and being observant. But uh, I, I feed off of that sometimes, or I can deny it. So, like I said, in a business setting. Uh, somebody gets really upset, somebody, um, somebody gets really upset or really excited, or let's say that they're all happy and jokey and stuff like that. And I, I, I can either feed off of it really well, or I can deny it. And in a work setting, I'm really good at denying it. I'm really good at keeping my emotions steady, um, and going through there. But in my marriage, I'm not good at denying it. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a feedback loop. When my wife gets upset, then I get upset then she gets more upset then I get upset um, it's really bad. And it's something I've been trying to work on for probably the past year, uh, is when she gets upset, not letting it affect my emotions and not just getting upset in general. Like, uh, you know, if I come home and something's not done, or if I come home and she's displeased me in some manner, uh, not letting my emotions run high, just, okay, good, you know, fine, whatever she's doing, what she's doing. Uh, not like have a lackadaisical attitude, but just not let it get me too upset. Like have almost immediate forgiveness for a lot of things uh, to where it doesn't ruin my day and doesn't get me all up, up in a fit uh, and, and sway my emotions, you know, sway my emotions, not my emotions. Because, uh, you know, like, I don't know if, if, if y'all are like this, but I can go from like one mood, one specific mood and be very, I guess, passionate in that mood. Uh, and then just one thing happens and I just immediately uh, get turned off of that mood. So I'll be like motivated. I'll be really, really motivated. And then I'll come home and DLN will do something or say something that makes me a lot less motivated. And then it, it's just turned off. I'm not going to be motivated for the rest of the evening. Immediately turned off. Whereas maybe I needed to stay motivated or uh, maybe I'll be like a little bit upset or maybe I'll be a little bit frustrated. Uh, that's the one that I tend to stay in the longest. Uh, but even sometimes when I'm, I'm frustrated or I need to address something, maybe not even with her, maybe I'm frustrated with myself or, or one of my friends or, uh, one of my business partners and I need to address something like send an email, uh, when DLN does something, I'll, I'll just completely forget about that emotion. I'm, I'm really easy to like turn on a dime. Um, and this happens all the time, you know, um, I'll be really, 
maybe I'll be really excited to talk to her and then she'll hit me with like a little bit of negativity. And then I'm like, all right, I don't want to talk to you for like three days. Um, that, that kind of thing is she'll answer the phone the wrong way. And I'm like, I don't even know why I'm calling you. Never mind, Leave me alone. Um, it, it's kind of that easy to flip a switch and, and I'm better than a lot of people, but, um, specifically with her, I'm very bad about it. Uh, and I don't, and I don't know why. I mean, if you polled my friends, uh, they would probably not tell you that they've had that same experience with me. And they would probably be a little bit shocked, uh, to kind of hear that from me. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I hope that that's the case. I uh, hope I'm a little bit more even killed with my friends and people around me. But uh, the point is with my wife, I'm definitely not. And so uh, the other evening we had one of those like stupid little fights. God, I, I wish I could remember what it was about. Um, maybe, maybe it's a good thing that I don't remember, but uh, I don't even remember what it was about, but we were just so upset. Um, like really, really frustrated. And uh, she, I mean, she was frustrated and she was doing irrational things. Like um, she would like slam a cabinet and I'd be like, screw it. I'll slam the door. You know, um, y'all know how it goes. Uh, yeah, uh, there's no real, I don't know. I don't know how to like elevate that or to keep talking on that. So I guess I'll move on. But, uh, you know, she slams the door, you slam the door harder. Uh, she yells at the dog, you yell at the dog harder. Uh, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing to where it's just a constant feedback loop and that's what was going on. And so, uh, to kind of get away from it, you know, for me, uh, I have a lot going on. And so there's times to where I can set everything down and talk about it. Uh, but if it's eight o'clock and I haven't read, I haven't visualized, I haven't done my cold shower and I haven't taken a progress picture. Uh, well, that's 40 minutes worth of work. So, uh, if it's eight 30, then I'm already looking at nine 10 before I can even get in bed. If I start now, uh, and she, if she's already pissed me off, then, uh, if we take another 10, 20, which typically turns into 30 or 40 minutes to talk about it. Well, then I'm looking at 10 30 to get in bed. And so a lot of times, um, I'll just ignore it. I'll just okay, screw it. I'll go on my walk, you know, fine. Uh, we'll get to this later. I've got things to do that are non-negotiables. Uh, you're upset. I'm upset. I'll just go do things. Uh, and sometimes we'll come back. Like if I'm cooking or something like that, uh, then, uh, I'll come back like in the middle of me cooking and we'll have kind of a half-hearted conversation, uh, while I'm cooking where I'm running back and forth from the kitchen or something like that. Or, uh, it, it varies, but like I said, sometimes I'm just like, all right, screw it. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta get my stuff done. Um, right now this little fight is not worth me not getting my stuff done. So that night, I think we had, I think we had both decided to go shower for some reason. Um, and so I had to go do my cold shower and I'm sitting there in my cold shower and, uh, come to think of it, or I, I was thinking about how pissed off I was. Uh, and I had just gotten in the shower and like, it was nothing like I, the cold, the cold water wasn't even there. And a lot of that is just due to, to inoculation, I guess, is the word you would call it, call it desensitization, desensitized. I've been desensitized to the cold in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, like during the winter, uh, I would go out in a hoodie and everybody's like, it's so cold. And I'm like, dude, this is, this is, this feels fine. Like it's, and it's like 35 and windy or something like that. Just wind blowing right through my little synthetic hoodie. And I'm like, yeah, this feels fine. Well, it's because it, 5 a.m. I just jumped into 30 degree water and chilled for five minutes. Uh, but anyway, I had jumped in the shower and I, all I could think about was how frustrated I was with DLN. Um, and then finally something slipped. I was like, oh, well, and then I realized how cold it was. I'm like, damn, it's kind of cold in here. You know, it's 60 degree water or whatever. Uh, I'm like, I, I forgot that I was in the cold shower. And so I, I turned around and it was even colder. And then, you know, you get that, uh, that fight or flight response when you jump into a cold shower or like when you turn around 
Uh, so you'll jump in and you'll get used to it and then you'll turn around and then you have to do it all over again. Uh, like when it starts hitting your back and stuff like that. And so uh, I had turned around and that fight or flight uh, from, I mean, it's every cold shower, it hits you and, and it's like a, <gasps> like when you go to take in a big breath, um, it, it makes you want to take in a breath. Like you hit it. I know, I know y'all know what I'm talking about, but you hit it and you're like, <gasps> you know, um, makes you inhale real big uh, and you have to kind of fight that. It's some sort of like chemical dump or just, I don't know. Um, it just kind of overloads your nervous system, I guess, is the best way to put it. I'm having a hard time coming up with words. Uh, my brain is pretty fried today. I've had a had a long day of mental, uh, mental gymnastics, I guess. But anyway, uh, you have to fight that. And what I do is, you know, I'll be in the cold shower and let's say it's hitting my feet just the right way or uh, hitting that one spot on my neck that it's just way, it, it gets way too cold, way too easy. Uh, I have to fight that. And I have to say, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. Stay in the shower. Uh, it's literally nothing. And like I'll notice it. You know, my shoulders when I get in that cold, my traps contract and my shoulders go up um, and come forward. And you know, you get that huddled up little like body posture where you're trying to bring everything in close and and make yourself warmer. And I have to tell myself, no, you're fine. Stop it. Put my shoulders back. Sit there in the water. And I just have to deny the fact that I'm cold. I'm like, no, you're not cold. Uh, this is fine. You've been through this before. This is literally nothing. And it, it's a switch. Like I, I, I'm having a hard time describing it to you, but I know exactly what I do when I do it. Uh, go try it. I mean, when you listen to this, literally go try it this evening, jump in a cold shower and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. We're about like 15 seconds in, uh, tell yourself, no, you're fine. It's just cold water. You've done worse than this. And then you can kind of excel a little bit and then I'm fine. I'm in a completely different mental state. Uh, and, and what it does, and I've never seen anything do this quite like a cold shower, uh, is the rapid change of mental state that you can force upon yourself. Uh, it, there's really nothing like it. I know we talk about like hard cardio sessions, hard workout sessions where you have to go to a certain place, David Goggins, uh, Cameron Haynes, all sorts of people talk about the pain cave and all that stuff. Um, that may be like a deeper, like a deeper sense of going somewhere else or a deeper sense of controlling your emotions or a deeper sense of mental fortitude. Uh, but as far as what is most easily accessible and the, and the quickest way to train yourself to be able to do that 100% the cold shower. And it's, it's unlike anything that I've ever done. Uh, honestly, like I used to do saunas with Jonah and that wasn't bad at all because you walk in there and yeah, it's a little bit hot, but it really doesn't hit you until about 10 minutes in and you you're kind of acclimated to it and you're like, oh, okay, now I'm hot. And then you have to like negotiate to yourself. Cold shower is immediate. But anyway, I was in the cold shower. Dale and I were pissed off at each other. Um, and then, like I said, I wasn't thinking about it because I was so pissed off. And then I thought about the cold when I turned around and then I had to force myself to not think about it, to be fine, to sh let my shoulders down and back uh, to get, you know, kind of a, what do they call it? It's not an aggressive posture, but uh, you know, maybe it is an aggressive posture, but like the upright chest, chest front, uh, forward center gravity type posture, uh, that, that says, you know, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. Um, it, it's, it's that kind of posture that I take where I'm like, all right, it's just some cold. It is just some cold. My chest comes up, my head, you know, my chin comes up, um, you know, literally lifting my head up, uh, poking my chest out. And I'm like, all right, cold shower ain't nothing. And then it just immediately hit me. I mean, just immediately hit me. Uh, I said, why, why in the hell can I do this when I'm in a cold shower uh, and it's 30 degrees? I've done it when it's 30 degrees plenty. Uh, right now it's 60 degrees. You know, I just went from 
whatever the, the temperature outside or in the house is, uh, it's a 60 degrees. Why can I do that when it's 60 degrees, but I can't do it when my wife pisses me off? Uh, and it was, it was an extreme connection for me uh, saying, hey, look, dude, you're so mad about something. Uh, you're so upset. You're so frustrated about something. All that is is an emotion. It's some sort of chemical in your head uh, that's causing you to be frustrated. It's, uh, you know, your wife had some input uh, in, into your brain that is now telling you, telling you that your output and all of your thoughts must be fo focused on frustration uh, and anger. And if you can control uh, the temperature, like if you can control your perceived temperature and control how you handle that, uh, then I guarantee you that you can control your emotions when it pertains uh, to the argument with your wife. And I know that was kind of a long way to get there. I gave you a lot of context on cold showers, but that's the point of today's episode. Um, is the ability to control your emotions in an argument. And once again, I've never seen anything do it. I've never had anything do it with me uh, quite like a cold shower has has been, you know, what I mean by that is uh, allowing me to train myself to control those emotions. And I, again, you may think I'm a quack. Uh, you may think that, um, well, to be fair, a lot of people's problem with like the cold plunges and the cold showers and stuff like that is they're like, oh, well, they just want to post it on Instagram. So they'll record themselves getting into a cold plunge and posting on Instagram. Not once have I ever recorded myself in a cold plunge, and it's because I don't take my shirt off for a camera. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I really do believe in it. Uh, and if you're not doing it, if you're not trying it, then you can't tell me that it doesn't work. But um, yeah, I, I do think that tools like this uh, can help your marriage, especially if you relate it to your marriage. Uh, if you allow that that mental connection to take place uh, and relate it to your day-to-day -day life in your marriage, I think it'll help a lot. And it, it helps a lot in general. I mean, it, it just really does. Uh, you know, the, the benefit, when, when we talk about the benefits of a cold shower, uh, they'll tell you about cortisol levels and BS and all that stuff. And that maybe that's the back end of what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not saying Andrew Huberman is wrong. I love almost everything that the dude puts out. Uh, and I've listened to some of his cold therapy stuff, and that's why I do it. Uh, but I think just that fight or flight response, uh, being able to choose which one or not even being able to choose like fight or flight, but just take your mind off of what's going on and to delay that emotion and say, okay, whatever chemical is rushing into my brain right now, um, I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to take control of my brain. I'm going to say what, what I'm thinking, I'm going to control my consciousness. Let me put it that way. I'm going to control my thoughts. I'm going to control the way I feel about them. Uh, I'm going to stand in this cold shower for five minutes and it's going to be fine. And when I get out, it's going to be excellent. Um, having that sort of mental, having that sort of power over your mental state and your thoughts, a lot of people think that they have that and they really don't. Uh, a lot of people think that they have that and they absolutely don't. And if you think that you have it, go stand in a cold shower. Again, in the summer in Texas, it's not as bad. Wait until we get to about January. Uh, go stand in a cold shower. I mean, even in the summer, like I said, I don't really know how, uh, I don't know how desensitized I really am. Cause I, I mean, I've been doing them since about January, not necessarily every day. Um, there was about a month there about the month of May that I didn't do it, but I don't think that the, uh, the desensitization goes away that quick. Cause I mean, we jumped in some cold rivers and stuff like that. Uh, and I was fine during May. So I don't think that the desensitize, I don't know how to say that. Uh, I don't think that the desensitization goes away that quick. Uh, so maybe I'm just like really desensitized to it. Maybe if you jump in a cold shower right now at 60 degrees in Texas, uh, it's really going to suck. Uh, and that might be the case. Uh, but 
either way, go do it. Go jump in a cold shower right now. Uh, if you think I'm an idiot and if you think it doesn't mean anything, go jump in a cold shower. And I don't mean just get in there and then get out. Uh, I don't mean get in there for about five minutes. I mean, set your timer uh, and don't get out until about five minutes later. Uh, and even what's even harder, uh, I do this because it's it's on Andrew's uh, protocol and it makes it just incredibly more difficult is I'll get in. Uh, I think I do like two minutes, one minute out and I don't actually get out of the shower. I just kind of stand towards the back of the shower uh, and just kind of let the water drip off of me where I'm not in the water. So I'll do two minutes, uh, two minutes in the water, one minute out of the water when I start shivering uh, and then two minutes back in the water. So I set my timer for five minutes. Uh, when three minutes hits, I like typically I'll go um, where I'm facing the shower head, two minutes and then I'll get out. And then when, or three minutes, I'll get out, wait for a minute and then get back in at two minutes, with my back to the shower head. And it is awful. Having to get back in a second time is absolutely terrible. And it's supposed to maximize the actual scientific benefits of the shower. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it actually does or not, but it's terrible. But anyway, go try it. Set a, set a five minute timer. Uh, go try the cold shower and tell me, uh, tell me that it didn't work. Tell me that you didn't have to negotiate with yourself. Number one, to get in. Uh, number two, to, to stay in. Okay. And number three, to not be miserable the whole time. There is a lot of negotiating that you have to do with yourself. There is a lot of uh, mental um, misdirection. There is a lot of, uh, I guess, forcing of thoughts. A lot of you, you gain power over your mind in my experience. Uh, and so again, back to the main point, don't want to over talk it. Uh, do this in your marriage. There is no reason that you can't do it in your marriage. Okay. And that's what I'm going to start doing now. Anytime that, um, anytime that, you know, Dylan starts to piss me off or my emotions start to flare up or, um, it, it could go the other way. Anytime that I think something needs to be addressed and maybe Dylan is trying to deflect or, or something like that. Uh, then I'll say, okay, don't, uh, control my emotions. If I can do it in a cold shower, I can do it in my marriage. Um, and that's, that's really the whole point here today is that if you can do it in a cold shower, you can do it in your marriage. Uh, and I think it's a lot more obvious in a cold shower. It's a lot more difficult to, to catch yourself, uh, flaring up with, with your wife, as far as your emotions go and, and getting caught in that feedback loop. It's a lot more difficult to do that, uh, than it is in a cold shower, uh, because you know, the water is just cold. There's, and there's no really reasoning, uh, with yourself, you know, cause you can, you can justify like why your wife pissed you off. Um, yeah, you can, uh, you can justify why your wife pissed you off. You say, well, she didn't do this. She didn't do this. She didn't do this. Uh, and you may be completely unjustified, uh, by doing it, which is most of the time, uh, when I'm upset, it's pretty unjustified. Uh, but you can be completely unjustified, but there's still like ways that you're justifying it to yourself and it makes it easier to get all pissed off. Um, or, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. You can be justified or, you know, in the cold shower, it's just like, bro, the water's cold. Like you can't change. Like the water is just cold. Like that's the whole idea. There's no like justifying your emotions of feeling cold. It's just kind of the way it is. Uh, you know, so instead of feeling cold, you know that you're going to be miserable. If you just sit there the whole time and you think I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold. Uh, justifying it isn't going to be isn't going to be okay. You're not going to be like, okay, well, it's it's okay to feel cold because the water's cold. No, you're going to be miserable because you're just thinking about how cold you are. <laughs> um, you're just going to be miserable. And so you think about something else, you go to a different place. Same thing when you're upset. Okay. A lot of times what people do is their wife makes them angry and they go, I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. And then when you try to, when you try to like get out of that, 
you have ways to justify it. You're like, no, well, uh, she didn't do this and she didn't do that. And, or she did do this and she did do that. Uh, she said this, she said that. Um, there's ways to justify it. Um, in a cold shower, it's like, well, you're either cold or you're not, okay? Uh, you're either cold or you're going to go to a different place and you're going to not be miserable for five minutes. So start taking your cold showers. Start knowing what that feels like. Uh, start being able to recognize when your emotions are flaring up, uh, when you're cold and when you're in that fight or flight. Uh, and start noting how you deal with that. Start noting to the places that you go uh, when you're in the cold shower mentally. Uh, start noting how you talk to yourself when you're in the cold shower. And do that in your marriage. When your wife pisses you off, uh, you know, catch that. Say, uh, oh, my emotions are flaring up. I was happy literally 10 minutes ago. Uh, now, for some reason, I'm very, very angry. Let's bring it back to happy a little bit. Uh, let's not let that emotion get to me. Let's think about it a little bit. Let's talk about it later. Uh, and see if these emotions are really justified, but I'm not going to let that cause a huge sway right now. I'm going to do exactly what I did in the cold shower. So guys, I appreciate it. Um, I think we're going to wrap this one up so that I don't over talk it. Uh, we're right about 30 minutes. Uh, I hope that it was, uh, an acceptable recording. I'm sorry. My, my, uh, my brain is a little bit fried today. So uh, I know my word choice and all that wasn't, wasn't the best. I really want to have some guests on these one flesh podcast. Uh, but I think it's an important topic that, like I said, hit me, hit me like a ton of bricks yesterday. It was just immediately in a cold shower. It just hit me. And I was like, man, I, I don't know why I'm not doing this in my marriage. And what's bad is I'm so good at it. Like I'm so good at taking other things, not to like toot my own horn, but I'm so good at like applying concepts uh, and practices in other areas into different areas. Like I, I, I can find you a million ways that my workout benefits my marriage. I can find you a million ways uh, that podcasting benefits my marriage or that cooking benefits my marriage. Uh, or the processes that I use to cook. I can find you a million ways how putting together a meal relates to me having a conversation with my wife. Like that's one of the, one of the things that I'm best at. Uh, and it just, it, it really frustrated me that it took me that long to make the connection to be like, Oh, this cold shower that you're feeling, uh, you know, it's, it's, you have way more reason to feel cold than you do upset, but you're able to stop the feelings of being cold, but you're not able to stop the feelings of being upset, change it. Uh, and so that's what I have for you guys. Uh, I got to get off here. Got to go make some dinner. Got a delivery uh, pulling up to the house right now, it looks like. So um, I'll catch y'all later. Tune into the Purpose Podcast on Sundays. Tune into the One Flesh Podcast on Wednesdays. Uh, hope you're getting something out of it. Uh, if you are, like it, share it, leave a good review. Go follow me on Instagram at the underscore Purpose Podcast. Thanks, guys.